Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode. And is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome back to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast it is monday june 5th 2017 and this is episode number 34 34 glad to be back with you michael and with all you fans out there i of course am joe Murata. And this is Mr. Michael Quinn. How's it going, Quinn? Wow, 34 years. 34 I haven't done years. that in a while, huh? Yeah, you haven't. Good Memorial Day? Yeah. You know, we, we were live podcasting, obviously, from the hospital. Right. <laughs> when, I mean... When my son was born. When your son was born, the first thing he heard was, was hello, wrestling fans. <laughs> that was the moment. That was the moment right there. Uh, folks, we're glad to be back with you. Welcome to June here at OVP. Quinn, we are excited to talk about some very interesting things, because I know <laughs> you've got something up your sleeve, and you know I've got something on mine, but not only that, we're reviewing something later on, and it is uh, very special. It's something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, folks, glad to be back with you. Of course, we are your retro wrestling podcast, and we're going to be here talking to you about the world of retro wrestling. Few administrative things first. You can find us on Twitter at OVP Podcast, right, Quinn? Yeah, it's Do- quite a thing, the Twitter. Now, we follow back. Yeah, we follow, we mention, we tweet, <laughs> we tweeted. Yeah. I, I, there's, you know, all the things you can do on Twitter, we do them. We do those things. We, we put pictures, we put GIFs. We do put GIFs. Yeah. Uh, we also have an email address, electronic mail. Yeah, if you like that, <laughs> I mean, well, you, you can, can use it. Some people do, actually. They do send they? us nice, long emails, yeah. Well, I know we do, because we have a Gmail thing. Yes, we do. We have a Gmail thing, and it's called Podcast at gmail.com. That is Podcast at gmail.com. And Quinn, there's a bunch of places to find the podcast besides SoundCloud. That's where we're hosted. Yeah. Where are those places? Well, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, formerly <laughs> iTunes. That's right. And over there, you can leave a review, Yes, and you can subscribe and then yep. that way you don't have to like do anything and it just comes into your phone or whatever your computer <laughs> every week yeah your iPad. macbook your macintosh or your just pc it's on pc what's pc now a uh, personal computer oh wow yeah it's on that <laughs> And where else are we? You can also get us over at Google Play Music. Yes, okay. Right. Uh, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Blueberry. Who cares? <laughs> Tune in. Tune in. Odo. Otto. <laughs> Otto Radio. Otis, whatever it is. Yes. We're on everything. Those are some of the places. There's another yeah. place, and that is placetobenation.com. We're also hosted there. So if you haven't been there, if you haven't listened to us there, I got some recommendations for you. Go to placetobenation.com. Listen to us again. Yeah. And then listen to some of the other great podcasts. There is the main event. There is clotheslines and headlines. There is a um, really good one, of course, the flagship or the mother sip. The mother sip. That's what they say. Quinn really likes it. They're in 86 now. Yeah. Place to be podcast. I saw WrestleMania 2 recently on there. They are trucking along. They don't usually do pay per views. No, they don't. I guess they do the WrestleMania. I guess they're hitting the point when there are pay per views, so you kind of have to do it. So that's a great place. Place to be nation.com. Quinn, we've also got. A Facebook group. Yes. You can go over on Facebook.com, <laughs> run by Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> and you can ask Mark, hey, Mark, where do I find the OVP podcast group? 
And you do that by going into the search bar and typing in <laughs> OVP podcast in the Facebook search bar. Yes. And then you will find our group and you just hit join. And it might take us a couple minutes to get back. I usually get you get mm-hmm. you or I get the notification. Mm-hmm. Hey, this new friend of the show wants to join and talk. Yep. And then you can do that and yep. you can share cool links with us or like talk with the other fans, debate over the Rushmores. I mean, the Hey, you can do anything on there. It's been a lot of fun. We're pretty loose. We're it's very casual there. Yeah. For the ca- for the casual retro wrestling fan, we're yeah. there for you. We've also got one new development in the last week or so. We have merchandise now. We have a t-shirt. Yeah. That I never thought we'd ever say we had merchandise. Merchandise. Merch. We have merch. We have merch. The OVT. The OVT. <laughs> That's right. And you can find that on teespring.com slash OVP podcast. Yeah, pick it up. You know, some of the proceeds go to this very podcast and you can yep. help us out uh, buying equipment and other things. Yeah, Doritos. Yeah, Doritos. Coke. Coke. Coca-Cola, that is, of yeah. course. <laughs> All so. right. Well, Quinn, I think we're about ready to get started here. So I've got my scuba gear on because we're deep diving. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. That's You're a great Foley artist. You know that? Oh, thanks. Uh, so, Quinn, you are the one guiding us on this tour today. So what are we going? Where are we doing? What, what, is it, what does this all mean? So this week is funny because I wanted to do this, but somebody on the boards or somewhere sent mm-hmm. us a message saying, hey, you should do a Rushmore of anti-Americans or evil foreigners. <laughs> yeah, I saw that message, but right. I was actually, like, literally before that, I was thinking, I want mine this week, I wanted to do deep dive evil foreigners. Okay, let's do it. I think it's time to put the hurt on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You're not say Ukraine weak. You know, we can just go into the, I, I mean, the history of it is that it's basically the beginning of wrestling that's always been that. Yeah, there's evil foreigners because there's evil in the world, right? And there's always a rival somewhere. Yeah. That, that's they may the, not be evil. They might, they're just misunderstood. That's the thing. So if you, if you hearken back to maybe the Cold War era, Mm-hmm. For example, that was a time where they were really prevalent, right, from the 60s to well, the early 90s. Well, you could go back even further. Okay. Even in the 40s, they had evil Germans. They had evil Germans? I mean, Fritz von Erich was yep. one of them. From Berlin, Germany, weighing 269, Fritz von Erich. Yeah, exactly. And, but um, he was past World War II. But, he was past World War II. But, but the, same, was, the, the sentiment was there. Correct. He was an evil German. He was yeah. a commie, you know? Yeah. And then in the Cold War era, you started to get a lot of those Russian gimmicks, especially in the 70s, oh, 80s. Yeah. If your name was Koloff. <laughs> if your name was Koloff or Volkov. Yeah. Or you're in the Bolsheviks, yeah. for example. These are just, you know, like your customary ones. Your cookie cutter ones. Yeah. And there is something to be said about there were good ones. There were bad ones. There were. Yeah. A bad one would be Dino Bravo. Right. <laughs> well, let me tell you, why would a Canadian strongman be that threatening? No offense to Canada. It's just like he's oh, like yeah. a bodybuilder guy. He was a bodybuilder that thought he was really good. But like the fact that they positioned it as an anti-American thing was interesting. It's weird. And plus he had Frenchie Martin with him. With the USA is he's, not okay sign. He's also like one of the ultra junk evil foreigners. Like he, I totally he's not agree. threatening in any manner. Now, what did you think of the Russians, like Nikita Koloff and, and Ivan Koloff? I really like them. And, and Barry Crusher, Darso. Cru- yeah, Barry, not Russian Darso. <laughs> Crusher Khrushchev, as he was known. I really like them, and actually, they they were the first, to me, that had, like, an edge to them. Mm. You know, like, 
the Iron Sheik was before them, but like he was more like he's so goofy. He was goofy. Like, I mean, like the America Hakpui, like you know what I mean. Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Iron Sheik's a little bit cartoony. They know who's the Iron Sheik. They have the the from John F. Kennedy Airport to the Los Angeles, California. They know who's the Iron Sheik now. Corporal Kirshner. Corporal Kirshner. Forever. So was Volkov with yeah. the Russian national anthem and all that. Right, and that was kind of WWE's take on it, but uh-huh. over in the NWA, you had, you know, the evil Russians, and they were, like, these were guys hauling chains around, and, like, they were kind of violent, like, sure. they, and they got this big Nikita Koloff, and he's, like, this, he's just huge. A monster, really. He's a monster, a, a Russian nightmare. That what a name! A great name, and of course managed by you know the Russian bear yeah. Ivan Koloff, former world champion. Exactly. So even, they had they had a reputable thing going. They on They did there. because he that guy beat Bruno in seventy one. Right after eight years of holding the title. Yeah. So talk about evil foreigners. And he allegedly broke his back. Right. That was the allegedly. I yeah. Think, yeah. Whatever it was, I know he put him in the bear hug, and that was like considered to be like so devastating. Well, it's seventy one. Yeah. It's the same year that like Mister Rogers was like controversial. But, <laughs> but you know, if you even go to the other side of the uh, the earth, if you go all the way over to Japan. Japan. Right. That was always another like breeding ground for the evil foreigner, such as Mr. Fuji. Because I am superior than all this honky. Me teach you a song. Now, what do you think the whole psychology was behind evil foreigners? Well, part of it to me, I feel like it does have something to do with like wrestling is very rural and like on the cu- the country in its broadest sense. Yes, and, and yes, and like. I can see how, like, in certain areas of the country, it's not as common to see a foreigner. And I think that's part of the psychology to it. You think so? You think that's part of it? Yeah, I really do. And you think it breeds on people's um, inherent, maybe some people's, not everyone's, inherent xenophobia? Yes. And I think where it works in the cities, in the Mm -hmm. big cities, like, because it's not like New York was, or, you know, Atlanta or anywhere was immune to it. Charlotte. In that case, it's breeding on the fact that these people are living in cities with other nationalities and they don't know what to think of them. That's an interesting way to look at it. So it works in every sense of the the way. It works in in the rural areas because it's like, well, there's not as many foreigners out here. Sure. And it works in the cities because, hey, we're surrounded by foreigners. Can we trust them? You know what I mean? Like that's a fair point. Yeah, and it's not like rational or anything. Of I'm course, not saying of that that's like a thing to think, but it's you know, it's what breeds that attitude and you know it's really not always limited to wrestling to its credit it's an old trick if you look at a lot of bad movies usually yeah or bond movies even (laughs) but a lot of the times a villain has like a nondescript accent oh yeah from another country usually eastern european you know that area i don't know with wrestling now, let's get it back to wrestling. Yeah. The, on the tip of my tongue here, on the top of my mind, is the Yokozuna run. Like, were we in a feud with Japan in 93 or something? Am I here, missing I'll t- something? I'll tell you what it is. 
just want to cover that. Half of it is Vince being too late to everything. Mm -hmm. So the Japan fear was something that was coming out of like, I don't know, like 87, 88 when Japan was on the rise economically. There was was a fear in this country that Japan would supersede us in business and Panasonic. Yeah, exactly. And but Vince is like, it's 1993 and he's doing this. Like, it's just late to the thing. But it's the same idea. Because I didn't dislike as a kid Yokozuna because he was Japanese. I disliked him because he was really big and won all the time. Yeah, and he beat I, Bret Hart. But you I know, mean, I guess that. it didn't. Tr- it tra- to kids that's how it translated. But it, to an adult, it's a big fat guy. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, so True. you have to wrap him in something. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like a diaper in, the, in Yoko's case no, and but, a kimono. You know, the shell of evil foreigner, basically. Sure. sure. Now, do you think it? What do you think the most offensive version of this was? Because there's been a lot. And uh, I, Muhammad Hassan. I was going to say Muhammad Hassan. Easily. My name is Muhammad Hassan. I am an Arab American. I grew up right here in America. The thing that I find funny about that whole deal is like at first when he came, I got, I thought it was kind of cool the the idea that he wasn't necessarily an evil foreigner. He was just a guy that was misunderstood and he would say this in his promos, mm-hmm. but I guess nobody would trust him or something. Right. But then they went like over the top like they're like oh we're gonna make him feud with the undertaker and have like terrorists like come out like that was too much right yeah that's like it crossed the line because it also just went against the muhammad hassan character in general right because remember his like vignettes were like he was wearing like sweater vests and like he was like <laughs> reading like books or something like yeah he was like a librarian practically like in his off time i will say that the mid-2000s were not a high point for the evil foreigner gimmick i mean if you think about uh, resistance yeah that stupid and then remember when they split off the resistance guy and he had like a, a poodle with him or something it was like so like ridiculous which one was that Rene Dupree I think so yeah didn't Rob Conway join La Resistance and he was not French well he replaced one of the one that got fired or Sylvain Grenier yeah cause he sucked <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. now that was to bring it back to like the French end right yeah let's go all the way back the French angel was an early <laughs> evil foreigner you like to bring that up because your grandfather father used to tell he you about saw it. the french angel yeah. you know in in person with the yeah. dusek brothers and a bunch of people but anyway it, it's not a new trick folks and i'm sure you know that and, and it's not just limited to wrestling yeah what i find interesting too is if you go back that far and even to the 70s and eight, early 80s yeah the wwf was actually pretty progressive in the fact that it had champions and fate baby faces who were foreigners like, that's true like um ivan putsky Ivan Putski was... Polish power. He people, was, he's got people chanting Polish power, and he's fighting foreigners. It's like, a very good point. You know, yeah. he was an immigrant. He was from Krakow, Poland, yeah. right? And he was an, not an evil foreigner, but it's the same damn thing. It's a foreigner. Right. right. So what's the difference, you think? It's because I, I think the way they played it off is that he was friendly. And he, you know, he, you know, was kissing the babies in the crowd and drinking the beer, drinking the early beer, on, and you know? he, he's just a fun time to be around, right? Yeah, and Bruno was, you know, Italian, right? And, and the same thing with Bruno, Pedro, yeah, Puerto Rican. It's it's funny because it's the opposite of what I said with with New York mm-hmm. in the fact that in you know some people or some people that they had like uh, what was that freaking horrible like the claw guy. With the purple oh, tights. Baron von, oh, uh, Baron von Raschke? No, no, no. Uh, I'm Killer like, Kowalski? Killer Kowalski. He's, not, he's great. <laughs> right. But, like, whereas they would position him in New York to be evil, right? Sure. But, like, 
you know, he at the same time, he'd probably fight the likes of Ivan Putsky. Right. And it doesn't really make any sense. But, like, that's what's interesting about the New York dynamic with that is that, on one hand, they could have an evil foreigner, mm-hmm. but, like, a baby face, all of a sudden, he's a baby face immigrant. Yeah. He's not an evil foreigner. Right, right, right. And it's just a weird, it, and it could just turn on a dime. Like, it, it, whatever they felt like. It all boils down like, to yeah. good and bad, really. And yeah. it preys upon people's inherent instinct to to fear or dislike somebody that they're told to fear or dislike. And Vince, like you said, was late to the party. But what Well, it, I wouldn't say Vince was late to a party. Sometimes. I mean, his first, under his command, the first, like, the transition to Hogan was freaking Iron Sheik. I mean, it was 83. Right, yeah, when she won the title, but the late eighty three Iranian uh, hostage crisis was earlier than that eighty one. Yeah, yeah, but we were coming off Iran Contra, true, or like it was yeah, during right. that time. That's period. when we armed yeah. uh, Saddam Hussein. What are we talking about yeah. in this podcast anymore? No, but I mean that's what this. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Yes. They take the news of the day. They take the news of the, the day. Whoever the evil foreign power is, like I wouldn't even be surprised if the WWE brought a North Korean bad guy or that, something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they were going to do that angle again, now I know Jinder, as of press time, is the champion, right? Mm-hmm. And Jinder is obviously... And I think that's what makes this yeah. issue more pressing right now. Sure. Made me think of it was Jinder. Yeah. And also just the attitude in this country right now. North Korean villain, I think, would be funny. But again, is it a healthy thing to divide people in that way and be like, this guy's from here, so he's evil? Yeah, but you could, if you look at it at the other side of the coin, you're uniting everyone to beat him. You know what I mean? Like, okay, because, fair, like, for fair. example, like when Sergeant Slaughter won the title, <laughs> like everyone hated him. Sure. Like, and it was just, okay, well, everyone hates this one guy and General Akbar because he's weird. Adnan. Adnan. Akbar is a thing, though. Yeah, I'm sorry, Adnan, because Adnan, Adnan's trash, by the way. He's like one of the worst <laughs> things ever. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my, my point is that United, like, literally the whole country was behind Hulk Hogan. Like, I remember, like, I didn't even watch wrestling, and I knew about that. Did you really? Yes. Like, as a little kid, it's like, oh, Hulk Hogan's going to fight the evil Saddam Hussein guy. Like, right. that's what people on the outside thought. They didn't even know it was Sergeant Slaughter, who only a couple years prior was Mr. America. Right. Yeah, I think a true. lot of people forgot about that quickly. He was on G.I. Joe, for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. So overall, before we wrap up here, do you think it is a good idea to have an evil foreigner every now and then? Um... I think there's a time and a place for it, okay. in all honesty. When, it, it, when is that time? I think the time for it is, you know, if there's a, a crisis with the country and there's there's a, a true enemy and you want to just have something where people feel like, hey, we're winning. You know what I mean? It's just a sure. happy-go-lucky story. And it doesn't even, like, the always the thing I thought that wrestling always does is they, hand it taste, they handle it tastefully mm-hmm. in this way. Like, sometimes they go too far, like the heel does something too far. Right. But they never, if the babyface wins, he never, like, beats the crap out of the foreigner. He just kind of, like, chases him off and, like, maybe pins him. <laughs> but then, he, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't do anything too heinous to him. Sure. So I always thought that that was like kind of like that's the way to do it if you're going to do if it. If you're going to do it, yeah. that is the way to do it. It's a trope for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's limited. It's not limited to just wrestling. It's it's an entertainment trope. Yeah. I do think it can be done successfully, but a lot of that depends on who's doing the the work. I think it can honestly, I know it's going to sound weird, but if it's politically motivated, then it you can tell and it's stupid. Yeah. Like if you could tell the promoter just doesn't like that nationality or country or whatever yeah sure but if it's just something like well we're at war with x country 
it's just like whatever like yeah. you know what i mean like this makes sense well at this rate we should have like evil democrats and evil republicans because yeah. we're kind of at war with ourselves i'm surprised they haven't done that yet <laughs> literally have like a faction of conservatives versus a faction of liberals i really Wrestling. hope i really hope we never see that day quinn <laughs> yeah. but uh i one thing i do know is that we will be back right after this USA, America's All Entertainment Network. You're listening to Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, the fastest growing weekly episodic retro wrestling audio podcast in the world. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Glad to be with you on this Monday, June 5th, 2017, for episode number 34, Quinn. It is time for the fan favorite segment, Mount Rushmore and Death Valley, where we will put four of the best of something onto Mount Rushmore and four of the worst go down into the desert with The Undertaker. Yeah. In his nice retirement or He's something. He's not in the desert, Joe. He's, He's in Death Valley. Every week. <laughs> he went in the ground. That's the last canonical thing we know. <laughs> canonical. What a good yeah. word, Quinn. It's true. Very good. <laughs> All right. So do you want to know what it is? What is it? I'll tell you. The Mount Rushmore and Death Valley for this week is... Pay-per-view names. <laughs> yeah. And wow. This is going to be a good one, I think, because I have heard through the grapevine... This yeah. is what spurned this. There is a pay-per-view uh, called Great Balls of Fire. Oh, yeah. I heard about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just naming things after songs made popular by Jerry Lee Lewis now. Goodness and gracious, Great Balls of Fire. I feel like that like might just make it into Death Valley before it even airs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, all right, well, pay-per-view names. I can think of some good ones. I can think of some bad ones. So why not turn that into something that our fans can participate in with us? Okay. So obviously, folks... Folks, reach us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Let us know your picks. You can also email us, talk to us on Facebook, mm-hmm. however you want to do it. Oh, OVPPodcast.com as well. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. comment there. So, Quinn, I had the pick. You have the stick. What's a good pay-per-view name for you? There's like a couple that come to mind, and I, I don't want to be too cliche, Yeah, but I actually thought always that this was kind of the best of the bunch, even, and you will be might be surprised, but yeah. like, I honestly think like SummerSlam just yeah. sounds like a good thing. Like SummerSlam does. Like I don't know why. It's just it's like perfect. It's somehow better than sounds better than WrestleMania. Like I yeah, I think SummerSlam is an excellent name because A, when does it take place? The summer. And Slam, obviously wrestling, wrestling related. I think it's a great name. Obviously, um there's WrestleMania as well to contend with. Right, but it has such a back to that name, it has such like an oomph to it. It does. It almost seems like it's as important as as WrestleMania is. Well, it was always their number two, right? Historically. Right. Yeah, it's it's up there. And there's nothing like being a kid or a teenager in the thick of the summer, right? It's August. Yeah, and that's the other thing about it is that it, it like, invokes this thought yeah. of, like, I'm off from school yes. and, like, or I'm, like, on vacation if I'm an adult. Uh-huh. And, like, I'm going to watch some freaking wrestling. Summer slam. It's, it's warm out even at night. 
and yeah. I'm gonna watch some damn wrestling tonight. It's not getting dark out until like seven thirty, eight o'clock. Even the early versions, it feels steamy in there. Yeah, and like, you know, and it feels like things are happening. Like they, they had taglines like "Face the heat," you know, yeah. "Feel the heat," "The heat returns." Yeah, it always the early ones, especially they always felt like the most like non downtime, like most active pay per views. Absolutely, like especially like ninety one is like mm. to me, it's just like. Bam, bam, bam. There's just stuff like Mounties getting arrested and like <laughs> like there's vignettes everywhere and interviews and it's yeah. just like things are going on. It's SummerSlam. It's the thick of the summer. It's yeah. hot. You yeah. know what I mean? Things are coming to a boil. Yeah. It's a great name. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter it though, as we always do. I'll volley one to you. Okay. What about WrestleMania? Right. WrestleMania, the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, the uh, showcase of the immortals. Um the only thing, like, I like WrestleMania, and it, it probably will end up in the Mount Rushmore just because it's WrestleMania. Sure. But, like... It's not that creative. It's not creative at all. And you know what I always... A side note here. You know what I always found interesting? They always say that Howard Finkel named it, which hmm. I believe it. I believe that he did. That's fine. But he says he thought of Beatlemania, so therefore WrestleMania. Here's where I think that's funny. Who was their top star in 1985? Hulk Hogan. And what was always running wild? Hulkamania, yes. So how did they not think of Hulkamania? Right. Like, they always bring it back to Beatlemania. No one thought of Hulkamania. Well, actually, I always, in my brain, thought it was called Wrestlemania because of Hulkamania. So like, did I. Meaning, like, that, like, well, we can't call a pay-per-view Hulkamania because it's not just Hulk Hogan. Right. But what are we doing? We're wrestling. So let's just call it <laughs> Wrestlemania. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like The thing about Wrestlemania as a name is if you ask any non-wrestling fan to name something they know about wrestling, you're going to get Hulk Hogan, John Cena. Yeah. They're going to say WrestleMania. Everyone knows WrestleMania. It's funny, though, because... You know the 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 original vision of it was kind of like that it'd be the Super Bowl of wrestling. Yeah, it still is the vision I, of it. I'm surprised that they didn't call it Super Slam or something like something. <laughs> so it'd be like the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like seriously, like Sugar Ray Leonard actually called it Super Slam at SummerSlam '88. Well, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you have celebrities. But <laughs> they don't know. So I mean, I would say all of the big four. Are all great contenders? I don't think Survivor Series is. You don't think so? I thought that was a great name. What's wrong with that? I don't know. What the hell is a Sur- like? I know it's, it's not a, a match. series though. I'm like, but what <laughs> the right. hell is a Survivor Series? It's, like, there's no series. Like, it, it's weird to me that like it had to be explained so much. Yeah. Like, it's like, and it isn't even like still common. It's like, true. It's not like. Like, if a match was so good, it would be like a tag team match and always be happening. Like, there'd be, like, a Survivor Series match. Now, what about Royal Rumble? Obviously named after the match. I think it's a cool name. It's alliterative. We like yeah, that. Like I Summer always Slam. like alliterative names. Uh-huh. Yeah, Royal Rumble is a cool name. Because it, it, the way you, you can just yell it, like, Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like, sure. it, it, it's cool. SummerSlam, like, though. Yeah. The WrestleMania. Right. They Survive, all have that quality. Survivor Series. <laughs> it's like, no. Well, do we um, do we put something in from the big four? I don't think. I don't know. I, I, WrestleMania or SummerSlam. I, I mean, I they both could really go in. I really think we're not going to find a few better than those two. Yeah. WrestleMania and SummerSlam. I say we kick it off with a double induction, believe it or not. Wow. I think that's the way to go. Do you uh, go for are it? Are you okay with yeah. it? All right. Well, here we go. Here's two. And another. 
Well, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like WCW pay-per-views because I some of their the names were cool. I've always liked Great American Bash. That is a good name, right? It yeah, just it sounds just, it's sounds again again. It sounds like there's something going on yes. here, right? And like the original ones were neat because it was like a festival of wrestling. Yes, it, was. it was like it was like a couple days. Yes, and like, it was. They would show you a couple matches here and there from each of them and uh-huh. combine it together yeah. in, in their pr- television program because there wasn't. I don't think the original one was on paper. It wasn't. It was no. like a festival a that festival. they that they showed matches from on you know NWA wrestling. Yes, the the shows. Uh-huh. It was a big house show, you know, stadium or whatever. Yeah, type they were of thing. all stadium shows, uh-huh. if I recall. That but, that was the kind of cool part. Too. It was like this is so big, like we have to have it like like it's a state fair. Like yeah, essentially you know I mean? it was. Yeah, and a great name, right? Yeah, a cool name. Great American Bash. It just sounds like something you want to be at, right? Yeah. Now, what would you say? I, I think a lot of people are going to argue this mm-hmm. on the boards or on the site or whatever, but mm-hmm. what do you think of Starcade? I hate it. I don't like it either. What does it mean? What I, is it supposed to mean? I feel like it's like where all the stars are. Like it's like that kind of, it's like that connotation. Like an, it's like an arcade of stars. Cause is an that arcade, what it's supposed to be? Like, yeah, it's like an arcade would have like a bunch of different things, like at least original arcades, like Starcade. a bunch of fun. Like I was never a big fan of that name. I know that was like their big yeah, you know, I guess, but flagship pay per view. I never liked. I it. think it honestly, like the name was just kind of the name, and I don't think they even thought they weren't thinking about like flagship pay per views. No, no, in, in nineteen eighty three, no, they were they just weren't. like, well, they probably even thought, hey, this is just going to be some event, and next year we'll call it something else, and next year we'll call it something else, etc., yeah. etc. I'm not a big fan of Starcade. I wouldn't throw it into Death Valley either. It's no, just kind it's of not, nondescript. It's kind of nondescript. You know what I did think was an interesting name? Mm-hmm. Because, again, it falls into the Super, and I always think that's cool. Super Bowl's not a bad name. It's not bad. It's clearly trying to be like a WrestleMania type of name. Well, you're thinking because they put the Roman numerals on the end. It's very much supposed to be modeled after <laughs> WrestleMania in name. Yeah, in name. Um, do you think that it's bad, necessarily? I don't think it's a bad name. I don't think it's name. bad. No, I, I don't think it's bad at all. There's way worse. I like like I like uh, Bash at the Beach a real lot as Bash a name. At, Bash, at, Bash at the Beach is a cool name, actually. Right? That Again, good. The festive. Yep. And it's kind of like the precursor to Great American Bash too. It's it's right before it. It's right it? after it. Oh, it's right. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay, yeah. But still, it's like it almost feels like a runoff or a precursor, whatever you want to place it as. Sure. I actually always really liked Backlash, believe it or not. I do, too. I really like Backlash. Because it, it follows WrestleMania. Right. It makes sense. Not only was it a good name, it was always historically a pretty good pay-per-view. Yeah, Backlash. Money in the Bank is a good name for a pay-per-view. You think so? I don't I, like it. I love it. Like, I don't like it because at all. Because, to me, it's the one match in the modern era that can hold, like, it makes sense to have a pay-per-view around that, because it does shape their storylines for, like, a lot of the year. It does make sense to have a storyline around it, but I'm not a big fan of the name. You just don't like the name, I really? I like the name, no. There's a lot of names. We'll it's, get to the ones we don't like. Well, I guess I'll argue this. is like, you do want a happening, but in the, in the case of Money in the Bank, it feels like there's, like, something to obtain by being there. You want to obtain the money. You want and, to get the briefcase. Yeah, yeah and it, it feels like it's something that, like, that the wrestlers need to be at this pay-per-view, and they need to t- <laughs> take this opportunity to get the money in the bank. Like, the, the money is literally in the bank. The shot is the money. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I would go for that. But I do like November to remember. Yeah, that is a good one. 
December to Dismember. Those are always fun. Yeah, November to Remember is a cool name. That's a really what cool name. What was the name. original WCW wanting it or ECW wanting it? Barely Legal. Bare, barely Legal, I actually like better. Really good. Yes, that's the one I was thinking. Barely of. Legal is a really, really good name. It sounds like edgy and like it made sense when it came out because yes. remember they were literally like they legally couldn't get on TV. It was hard for them to get on finally. Yeah, yeah I, I think Barely Legal might go up there. I like, always loved it. It just sounded so, like, badass. It's badass. It's like, what is this? Like, you want to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, barely legal. What? Like, what are they going to do? Like, hmm. barely legal. And also, at the same time, it feels like an achievement for them because yeah, they, they made it. They made it, right? So they're barely legal, but they are legal. <laughs> it's also the type of women that King dates. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it is a cool name, though. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Are we putting it on? I think so. I really like that name. I always did, too. Yeah, it seems like you want to watch that. Yeah, like, what? what is this thing? Yeah, like, what is that? Like, I want to see that. And that's what you want. In a good name, you want something that's going to draw people's attention. That's the thing that's been missing from wrestling for a while, that real, like, mysterious, elusive, like, should I be watching this? Like, feeling like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, safe and, like, everything's planned, like you know? fast lane. Yeah, fast lane. <laughs> fast cars, whatever they want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, barely legal. It's cool. Like, it it's is. just a cool name. Do we put it on? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Barely Legal's on! So we've got SummerSlam, we've got WrestleMania, yeah, and we've got Barely Legal. Those are all good names. Here's an honorable mention, and I sure. know it's TNA, but they do. there is one pay-per-view that I think they have a good name, Genesis. It's the oh, January that's, pay-per-view. That's not the one I thought you were going to say. No, but to me, it's something the WWF would pick if they didn't have the Royal Rumble. Like, that's a, that makes so much sense. It's the like beginning the, begin- of the, year. the beginning of the year. Genesis. It's not a bad name. No, like, it's really not. It makes um, so much sense. It's the January, you know, it's the genesis of everything. What about Ground Zero? That was only one year, but that's a cool name. Ground right? Zero is a cool name, but I think they couldn't use it because of 9-11. Like after, well, yeah, and they never just they just never return to it. But I thought it was actually a pretty good name. Yeah, right, Ground I, Zero. But I guess well, it was the TNA one you were thinking of Slammiversary? It was Bound for Glory. Oh, you think Bound for Glory is a good name? I kind of think it doesn't sound grand. Like gra- sentence fragment. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> grandiose enough to be like their okay. WrestleMania. But I do think Slammiversary is a it's a cool name. It's a little punny. <laughs> This is going to sound really stupid, but it's when I was fine. a kid, yeah. I literally thought WrestleMania was the first event they ever did before like I really knew anything about <laughs> wrestling. So like when they when they made Slammiversary, I guess it kind of played into that thought as what, a kid. The like the first thing ever. Like well, cuz the Slammiversary was their year anniversary, I think initially, and then they just, you know, they kept going with it. So I was like that's a kind of a neat name. I and I like names that have um, you know, some kind of connotation to the past. Well, I, we need one more here. Yeah. So you're writing off Survivor Series, which I'm I'm okay with that. I don't, yeah. I mean, really, the Royal Rumble is kind of floating to the top. It is a great name. Yeah. The Royal Rumble. And I don't know if that's the reputation of the match, but at the same time, there is something to be said about when the Fink would announce, it is now time yeah. for the Royal Rumble. It is now time for the Royal Rumble! Like, mm-hmm. damn. Just sounds like it matters. It's like a prestigious, like, because of the royal, <laughs> but it's like, it's going to be a rumble. Like, people are going to be fighting, yeah. and it's going to be serious. And there's some consequences if you lose, and there's big, you know, treasures if you win. Like, I mean, honestly. <laughs> treasures. It's, it's yeah, the pirates. most. But it is the most, like, treasured shot in the company. Like. Shot at the title. At WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's like. 
damn. Like, and nowadays it begins the road to WrestleMania, they call yeah, it. Yeah, but know? I mean, it still gives me goosebumps, even no matter who it is, no matter what announcer is, when it says it is now time for the Royal. Like, it's like, damn, I know. It's the beginning. Like, it, it, we're, we're getting into it now. I think it's a great name for a match and a great name for a pay per view. Yeah. I really do. Right. It's I'll be hard pressed to find one that's better than that. I always like the unique structure of the Royal Rumble just as a pay-per-view on a side note. The fact yeah. that it's like there's not as many matches uh-huh. and that there's guys that kind of like there's there's this weird like well those guys might be in the Royal Rumble so they have to conserve their energy. Sure. Like it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's definitely plays into the whole thing. Right. I can't think of a WCW one that I think is better than the Royal Rumble. Spring if- Stampede. <sighs> Stampede. I don't know. I don't know. Rumbling sounds better than stampeding, don't yeah. you think? It's definitely not World War Three. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's not even go there right <laughs> that, now. I'll, I'll get to that later. But <laughs> Halloween Havoc. Yeah, but it's so, like, it's not how the name's fault. It's the, like, what they would do at its fault. Like, <laughs> like if it was a serious pay-per-view, it's a cool name. It is. Because it's like, it's Halloween, and we're wrestling, and yes. it's kind of scary, but there's Havoc. It's kind of, like, <laughs> chaos, you know? But at the same time, Halloween Havoc could be, like, 13-year-olds, like, throwing eggs at cars. I mean, it's almost the same as Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm surprised WCW never did that pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, the Friday the 13th pay-per-view. It's, like, in June. They like, would it's get not Jason. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the Royal Rumble. I mean, come on. I hate that it's like the big four, but like we did put in um uh We did put in barely legal. Barely legal, right. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with the Royal Rumble too. It jumped out at me. I think it's a great name. They still use it, it yeah. carries weight. They know. <laughs> they know. All right. Royal Rumble it is. All right, so we have on our Mount Rushmore of pay-per-view names, we have SummerSlam, we have WrestleMania, Barely Legal, and Royal Rumble. Now, you might disagree with us, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. You can tweet at us at OVP Podcast. You can also go onto the Facebook group and let us know your picks. And, of course, you can email us or simply leave a comment on OVPPodcast.com. So, Quinn, you got to pick your Rushmore selection. Right. I'm going to start with one of the worst. And it's one that I never liked. I never even got it as a kid. In your house. In your house. Really? Yeah. No, that made sense as a kid. It has nothing to do with wrestling. Doesn't yeah, sound but like the first one they gave away a house. Who cares? In your house. <laughs> no, come on. They what? never give away a house after that. Yeah, but I mean You're okay with this? Well, here's the thing is that in your house like you have to understand that it was like an experiment, first of all, to do like pay-per-views not in the big four intervals or whatever. Yeah, and they were two hours and, and $19 or $15, I think. Right, yeah. and that after a point, they just said, it's in your house this, yeah, or subtitled. in your house that. Right. And the subtitle, they didn't really mention the in your house part. No, they eventually I, phased it out. But and man, I, and in, I felt like ugh. it was part of the branding because they like they felt like, well, we started with this calling it this so like the fans are going to be confused if there's like it's just in your house i know what's in your house the wrestling <laughs> it's on it's in your house it's on your tv <laughs> i know but all the pay-per-views are yeah but this one's especially in your house <laughs> well they're, if todd pettenfield comes gonna, over they gave you a house to watch the wrestling at. <laughs> 
I mean, that that house they gave away, it better have had, like, a hot box in it to get the pay-per-views for free after that. Yeah, seriously, because in 95, they weren't worth paying for most of the time. We should, get, we should interview the guy who won the house. Matt, like, Criscolo, yeah. or whatever his name yeah. was, I forget. Like, going to a whole thing. He was, thing. like, 11, and he won a house. We'll do it for the In Your House special. <laughs> like, we just pick whatever random pay-per-view would have been in In Your House. Like, October or some yeah. shit. No, it could also just be whatever the first In Your House was. What was that, May? May, yeah. yeah. We passed ne- that. Next, we'll do it next, next year. May. Next May. <laughs> we'll do the in your house special so you're not you're not feeling in your house huh because i feel there's worse okay what do you got so i briefly mentioned this but world war three it makes <sighs> yeah. less sense on a lot of different levels now world war three obviously is a colloquialism for you know things going wrong well, it's usually a colloquialism for the end of the world yeah but not only like, that people use it at work you know yeah. what i mean oh it's world war three here today uh, or, or it's so chaotic world war three is gonna break out here exactly yeah so what's your problem with it as a pay-per-view name <laughs> so here's my problem with it it's called world war three right yes it is so if the first First of all, what happened to the other two World War pay-per-views? <laughs> they happened in 1913 and yeah. 1941. I guess. The WCW, well, George Hackenschmidt and all that. Farmer Burns. Yeah, Farmer Burns, because NWA, right? Yes. But then, on top of that, then they the next year, they're like, it's World War Three, And I'm like, but we just did that like i the giant wanted or randy savage or whatever like and then like savage yeah right and then they have world war three like but 97 and 98 right and but why isn't that world war four because here's the thing is that it's called the world war three match yes what about what's the world war four match and the world war what was the world war one match like that was the U.S. No, but in WCW, the- I mean, like, <laughs> like it just so it's doesn't- a chronological issue with you. Yeah, and like, how many of those did they do? Four, maybe. So that means there would be eight. World War Eight would have been the last one. <laughs> So I you guess. have a big problem with this. Yeah, or yeah, World the- War Seven. Am I even doing the math right? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. But does this qualify it for... It is a bad name. I agree it's with you. Stupid. It is a bad name. It's, it doesn't make any sense. I'll tell you a pretty bad one that sure. I never liked. Sin. WCW Sin from January of 01. Well, I there's two. There's Sin and Greed. <laughs> yeah. Greed. Greed. Well, I find it really ironic that the last pay-per-view was named Greed. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's it's amazing. WCW Greed. Yeah. That was a bad one. Yeah. I don't know. I really still hate In Your House, but I'm not going to argue too strong against it. However, WWF in the late 90s, someone lost their creative touch because you had pay-per-views like... <laughs> Like, like no mercy. What the hell is that? That makes. I'm I'm okay with Come that on. one. No mercy. I, like you have no mercy. It's gonna be a fight without mercy. It's fine. Armageddon. Okay, that's like World War Three. Okay, that one doesn't make any sense to me because if it's the end of the world, right? It's Armageddon. Say that again. But it's at the end of the year, and that part makes sense. That part actually is good, right? Yeah. And that actually made me always remember that it was the December. Well, and but, the first one was ninety nine. However. If you have Armageddon, say that again. How could there ever be a pay per view after that? Yeah, and there were more Armageddons. Yeah, there's like Armageddon two, like what, <laughs> or whatever. Now, what about shit like this? What about like Unforgiven? I think they're going for like the movie Unforgiven. Were they? Maybe. I think you're giving them too much credit. I don't know. Vengeance. Mm. Shit like that. I, I don't hate know, the, those the new- one word like threat, vaguely threatening names like Unforgiven. Vengeance, rebellion, <laughs> no mercy, Armageddon. I, really? I don't know, Joe. Look I how mean, edgy we are. 
WWE, I think they've actually like outdone WCW in the last couple years with yeah. like stupid names. What about Taboo Tuesday? <laughs> Taboo Tuesday, Cyber Sunday, yeah. like that shit was dumb. Like it was. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, Breaking Point. Yeah, that's you, not that bad. What did you think of No Way Out as a name? They did that one for a few years. I think it doesn't fit the time of the year it is for some reason. It's like, aren't you on the road to WrestleMania and now you're in now you have no way out? Like what is that? Like so you're stuck there? Like <laughs> So aren't you are you saying that you think Fastlane's a better name? I will say it makes more sense. I'm not, I I hate it. But you know what was funny when they did Fastlane, but then they did Roadblock? Roadblock. Like, it's like, wait, we were just on the Fastlane, and now we're running into the... Remember that pay-per-view was good, too? <laughs> yeah, the, like, the it first was, like, one. stunningly good. Like, it actually I, was. And, like, in a really bad time, it made no sense. What about tables ladders chairs and stairs that was horrible <laughs> oh god we watched that the stairs match and yeah. everything yeah we actually missed we missed stairs when we were talking about gimmick matches a few weeks ago yeah we missed stairs Did we? yeah ta- stairs tables match. ladders chairs and stairs is bad what about it sounds like a toy or something it's like <laughs> a toy set you know what's you know what's bad though what like over the limit i don't like that name. over the limit was really bad it's almost like it's something that you say to someone that you arrest for drinking too much yeah there's <laughs> something like not right about that it's, what about like capital punishment that's kind of clever but see over the limit to me it sounds like they wanted to name it because it was a may pay-per-view over the edge and they yeah. pussied out why was over the edge abandoned because like, owen hart he oh, died wow. at okay, over yeah, the edge that, that, did he? Oh, wow. I didn't even remember that. Ironically. That, that's bad. Okay. Over yeah, they, the they definitely needed to get rid of that. Now, isn't that a bad name, too, though, if you think about it, Quinn? Over the Edge? I can only get it. Like, I think, again, a lot of these names are pertaining to, like, this fight's gone over the edge. Like, it's, like, crazy or something, right? Like, yeah. that's what I think. And I think that's, again, what Over the Limit is. Like, it's the same deal. I don't like Over the Limit, especially because of the artwork. I know it sounds stupid. That's a sticking point, really. The artwork. It is. It, it was like neon lights and crap. It was during their like neon like road going fast phase, like with all their art. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, I got a good. Uh, I got a good one to throw at you that I've never liked, and it was actually a staple. It was a stalwart. It was a pillar of WCW for many, many, many years, mm-hmm. and I hated it. Slamboree. <laughs> like come on oh why do you hate that because why would i like it <laughs> i mean i don't know what a slamboree is but it's a takeoff of jamboree it was a zombie jamboree yeah but here was which the is point. a word that no you one under the age Actually, of 77 I think ever we used could throw slamboree in there and i'll tell you why because if you recall it was done in some weird like it was like some like it was that one where they brought out like mushnick and stop all, it <laughs> but they acted like it was like a slamboree with some like old timey term or something like you it know is. like yeah but i'm saying like the way they did it it just felt like it was trying to like memorialize something but it's like what the hell is a slamboree i think they tried that angelo poffo one of those years you know God. it was awful you know what wcw had another really bad one what Road Wild. Come you, on just, now. you just hate no, that because no, of the no, bikers. No, 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 no. It's not because of the bikers. It's a stupid name for a wrestling pay-per-view. Like, look, no mercy, fine. Over the edge, I get it. All yeah. right. Over the limit, payback, even. Yeah. Road Wild? 
Come on! That sounds like a Coen Brothers movie or something. Uh, it, is, it is bad. I, I want to settle on something. Right, I ahead. think World War Three is like in yeah, there. It, I don't, it has to be. I, I like, don't disagree with you, Quinn. Like I, We need to like at least get something in there. I don't disagree whatsoever with World okay. War Three. I yeah. thought that was a stupid name when I first heard it and I was like 10. Okay. So let's let's put World War Three on there. That'll be number right. one into Death Valley. What else are we thinking about? Oh, you know what? Here's one. Mm-hmm. I never liked it, not because of what it was. <laughs> what are you chuckling at over there, <laughs> nothing, Chuckles? Nothing. Go. Can I say my thing? Yeah, go ahead. Sold out. I don't get your reason for that. The spelling. Sold, like S-O-U-L-E-D. <laughs> Sold out. Oh, because it's soul. Yeah, come, it, it's yeah, stupid. It's a kinda, stupid pun. It's kind of dumb. It doesn't mean anything. I really think that, like, without even any, like, it's not happened yet for, for like, future podcasts. Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire is horrible. You can't, like, that's what I chuckled at because I was, like, looking at it. Yeah, what is Kane at that? Like, what's going on? <laughs> is there an Inferno match? I don't know how, I don't think anything ever that not even happened yet has ever gotten on any of these things before. It'd be like putting some wrestler, be like putting Techno Team 2000 <laughs> on uh, Death Techno Valley. Team 3000. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Great Balls of Fire is one of the stupidest names for anything other than a it, like, song. It, like, preeminently gets on there. It, it, like, no, you just, you lost. It's a... <laughs> Imagine if it doesn't happen, like they just like cancel it, and it's like it's the most dated podcast ever. Who cares? Great Balls of Fire is on there. I don't. Have, just you know for what? the record, it's on July 9, thousand seventeen. It yes, hasn't it happened yet. This yes, is, it is. This is when is this coming out? June. June fifth. June what do you mean coming out. It's live. Quinn? Well, that's what I mean. And what day is it today? <laughs> Today's Monday, June fifth. Yeah, obviously. So that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. All right. So it's going in Great Balls right. of Fire into Death Valley. <laughs> 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 so world war three great balls of fire now here i got two for you we, yes. we didn't discuss it length but cyber sunday is terrible i think taboo tuesday and, and taboo is tuesday you know what that was quinn that was some jerk off no, in, well, in titan hang on that was some jerk off in titan trying to think of something that rhymed with that was alliterative with tuesday right you know that's what it it's, was. It's it's shitty. It's bad. Um, what about Tuesday in Texas? But that's like what it, it, it like. It's literal. That like, doesn't make it good, though. This is a wrestling event on Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> like, Shut up! It's like, I mean, they might as well, they could call like wherever the next one is, if it's in Boston. Sunday like, in this, Sacramento. This Sunday in Boston. Like... <laughs> It is Shut bad, up, actually. Yeah, Don't defend Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> what is wrestling classic? That's not bad, actually. It's what kind? What is it a classic of? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. the The ring didn't have turnbuckle pads or something. I don't know. Did it? It did, didn't it? It did not. Are you sure? Yes. Well, anyway, extreme rules. Come on, like really. Here's another one. What? Remember when they just decided that they were going to like take the rest of the Great American off the bash and just call it the bash? Did they do that? Yeah, they just called it the bash. That's pretty bad. So the Great American Bash is good, right? It's like butchering a good name. Yeah, that's true. What about bad blood? I mean, you're really okay with bad blood? Here's why because the there's bad blood between people, right? It. it I get it. Like, it, it's not terrible. But, okay, we got to start settling on stuff, though. We have two more to go. Fully 
loaded, and you can't justify this, Quinn. Come <laughs> no, on. No, that one was bad. You, there's no way you can justify because fully loaded. Now, I always thought there's some, there's definitely like some sexual connotation to that. Of course there is. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm not like alone. I never would said it to anyone out loud, but I just always... <laughs> out loud? No, I just always thought like, yeah, there, that is sexual, right? Like, but it's stupid. It means nothing. It, that's a drunk person, too. <laughs> that know? one's stupid, because what is... Yeah, that's bad. Your I don't like that. Your is yeah. fully loaded with semen. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand. What does this mean? Fuck it. No, I don't... Fully yeah. loaded makes no sense. Yeah. And there were some good pay-per-views and everything. that They did a yeah. couple of good ones. That's a bad name. Fully loaded. It's, it's going on there. Yeah. All right, one more. Okay. Can we include specials by any chance at all? Like what? Like Raw Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about In Your House subtitles? Like, It's Time. <laughs> in Your House, It's Time. I love I love the name because you can always just say, because it's it's time. Like It's time for what? You know I love that pay-per-view. Don't crap on it. What about In What about Rock Bottom? Yeah, that's kind of bad. Like, why is it Rock Bottom? Well, you know what I always hated? That they, for whatever reason, they decided to name a bunch of stuff after things that The Rock did, like SmackDown. Like, I can't believe to this day that there's a television show named after something The Rock said, and they just don't change it. That's true. Like, how? You're right, yeah. What's gonna happen like 30 years from now when there's like The Rock's dead or something, and like you know what I mean? The like, Rock's dead in 30 years? Okay, 50 you years. Heard it whatever. First. Whatever. My point is, is like, he's not around anymore. I don't know. They'll still call it that if they're around. I can't believe they named just a pay-per-view D-Generation X. Yeah, it was weird. Like, what? That was weird. Like, what? I give you that. Yeah. I don't know. I think Taboo Tuesday is, is one of the worst. I don't know. I thought, Cy- I think Cyber Sunday is actually more hokey than that. Well, first, okay. Like, Let, it, let's, let's discuss these two. Okay. What was so taboo, Quinn? <laughs> like, I don't understand what was so taboo. Well, because you could vote on the, like, if they wear the g- schoolgirl outfit match <laughs> on it, remember? That's not why it was called that. Well, you could see things all that <laughs> you wanted in your fan. They actually marketed this, that, like, your fantasies would be fulfilled with the matches and the girls. They said this. It's not taboo, though. Taboo would be... <laughs> that is taboo. No, it's not. Your fantasies fulfilled. That's not taboo. That's par for the course at that time. Mm-hmm. So why do you have a problem with cyber sun? Is it the word cyber? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Very you know dated. I, you know which ones I, I didn't think of? but I And I don't know. Did they ever do it again? Because then it would ruin it one night only. No, they only did it once. Okay, thank thank. So I'll give them credit. Okay, fine. If they did more than one, <laughs> yeah, they'd be on I'd there. I'd be like, this is amazing. <laughs> Although WrestleMania... WrestleMania once in a lifetime is amazing. That's bad. You know what? They did more than one uh, one night stand. Yeah. ECW. Now, I don't think they intended to. That is stupid. The first one was freaking incredible. Yeah. I don't think they intended to do a second well, one. Well, they didn't think there was going to be a second right. one. So that might not be their fault, necessarily. It's not. And it was a great... The first one's amazing. I love One Night Stand 05. Yeah. You know what? I hate stuff like this. Like, what? In Your House, Revenge of the Taker. Like, <laughs> that shit is stupid. That sounds like a Turtles cartoon. Like, Revenge of the Shredder. But, like... Again, it goes to this like I don't like when they can't when they name things like that you can't use again. Like it's like what so what if the taker had to have his revenge again on April twentieth of nineteen ninety eight? Like you know what I mean? Like what about a cold day in hell? Yeah, exactly. They, you know, and this seems to be a, some kind of trend in in ninety seven exclusively. If you notice, there's 
Revenge of the Taker, yep. Cold Day in Hell, Canadian Stampede for Bret Hart, yep. and then Degeneration X. But like, I think they only intended to use them once. I think that was the whole yeah, point. It's, so just, I can't, it's, it's kind of weird. It is know? kind of weird. I can't fault them too much, but I would have to say that it might be between Cyber Sunday and Taboo Tuesday, even though they're alliterative, especially you know Taboo Tuesday. It's funny that they're the same thing. Same like, concept. I don't think there was anything particularly taboo about Taboo Tuesday, but there was some cyberness <laughs> To Cyber Sunday. Uh, you're saying that that because it was actually name. Yeah, no, but are you saying because of the fact that it was on the internet, like that it actually made sense? Yeah, at least it was cyber. Now that's a stupid term that people over sixty use, including presidential candidates. What about in your house? Beware of dog. Uh, but again, I know British bulldog. But again, <laughs> no, that's just so dumb. Beware that's of dog. Like in your house for sale by owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Good friends, better enemies. Sean and Diesel. It made yeah. sense. I don't know. International incident. That sounds a little that's serious. Buried alive. Sounds like Tom Brokaw should be reporting on an international incident. Yeah. Or actually, I don't know. Peter Jennings. Mm-hmm. Buried Alive is a dumb match, but it's it's not a good name either. <laughs> right. I, I think Taboo Tuesday is one of the stupidest pay-per-view names I've ever heard. Mm, okay. I think we're, we're running out of things, and I think Taboo Tuesday is, I really is up think there it's in the bad. list. There's nothing, there's nothing else at all. It's, yeah, because Taboo Tuesday doesn't make sense. That's yeah. my problem. Cyber Sunday is not a good name. Don't get me wrong, but at least it's more relevant to what the whole thing is about. Yeah, you vote for stuff on and the did internet. Did we not put Slamboree on? There's no Slamboree, right? I hate Slamboree, but you don't seem to care. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, <sighs> it's not like the worst thing ever. I think ever. it's terrible. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of bad WCW names. Uncensored is stupid. What about this was, was a pa- this was a pay per view for WCW? What New Blood Rising? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty bad because New Blood wasn't even around anymore by then. Well, and again, it has the other thing with like, how could they? How could there ever be another Rising? Yeah, <laughs> no Taboo Tuesday in my mind. I don't know what you think. But. What about this? There was just actually the second to last paper. It was actually titled oh, yeah. Super Brawl Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, what Revenge of what? Yeah. No, it's the revenge of the sin from the previous <laughs> month. I don't know. <laughs> and it led to some greed. Uh, oh, this is pretty bad. Millennium Final, and it's not even the last pay-per-view of the year. What in the fuck is Millennium <laughs> Final? The main event was Sting versus Kevin Nash. What? When? 99? Yeah, November 2000? 16, 2000. And it wasn't even the final pay-per-view of the month. It was... <laughs> what? What? Yeah. There was Mayhem in, on November 26, 2000. Millennium Final? I've never heard of it till this second, but it, it it's real, all right. It's not worse than Taboo Tuesday. I am going with Taboo Tuesday. That is my vote, Quinn. I, I'll leave it up to you to find something mm-hmm. worse or to agree with me. Millennium Final? <laughs> Are they serious? Well, the Millennium didn't even end until 2000. And I didn't even know this paper you happened. This looks like awful garbage. <laughs> like... I will just briefly say some of the matches on this card. Go Chronic ahead. versus the Filthy Animals. Ugh. Mike Awesome versus Brian Adams. Kiwi versus but... Elix Skipper. Kiwi. Sorry. <laughs> Ernest Miller versus Mike Sant. Who? Mike Sant. And that was for the WCW Commissionership. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. General Reaction versus Lance Storm. Rection. General Rection. Oh, Quinn. sorry. General Rection. Huge Rection. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Vince Russo's clever, bro. N- Norman Smiley versus Fit Finley. The Boogie Knights versus Mark G- uh, Gindrak and them. Like, oh, God. Gindrak? Uh, yeah. Kevin Nash versus Mike Awesome and Alex Wright. More like Alex Wrong. Yeah. Booker T versus Scott Steiner and Sting versus Kevin Nash. 
Yeah, Millennium. The- <laughs> Joe, look at the poster to this thing. I can't. Hang on. It's horrible. All right. Well, <laughs> is it really worse than Taboo Tuesday? It took though? place in Germany. Live from the WCW Millennium Tour 2000. Oh, that doesn't count then. It was on pay-per-view. That's why Alex Wright was there. I don't care. No one knows about Millennium Final. Millennium Final. <laughs> <laughs> What is Millennium Final? I don't know. What does that mean? Wait, was Holiday Hell a pay-per-view? I don't care. <laughs> Taboo Tuesday is the worst. <laughs> Taboo Tuesday? That sounds like a campaign penthouse would run. <laughs> Come on, Quinn. Okay, finally. One more. <laughs> All right, anyway, fine. I, I, we will see if this meets the, 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 the line here. Okay, go ahead. Massacre on 34th Street. <laughs> what is that? That was a WC, or ECW pay-per-view, an actual pay-per-view in 2000. Were they on 34th Street, It was in though? New York City in the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is on 34th Street. So they're fine. fine. I would have to go okay. with Taboo Tuesday. It's going in. <laughs> we don't have all day here, yeah, Michael. Sorry. So, folks, let us know your picks for the best and the worst pay-per-view names, because consider a name. It should at least have some kind of relevance to what it's presenting, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be fucking stupid yes (laughs) so speaking of fucking stupid we're reviewing something right after this okay um uh this is something it's dad (laughs) the game is taboo how would you get your team to guess the secret word without using the five best clues okay uh Ancient people worship these. Cows. No, something maidens are thrown into. Jacuzzi. Uh, ancient maidens. Nursing home. Uh, run to the edge of the island. Get into your canoe. It, it's gonna, it's gonna blow. It's gonna blow. Volcano. Yes. Play taboo at your next party from Milton Bradley. <laughs> hey, it's Sean Mooney. I may no longer be in the event center, but if I was, I'd be talking about our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. All right, boys. Let's get to it. Well, thank you, Sean Mooney. And welcome, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Quinn, we're reviewing some things. Yeah. Plural. A bonus this week. <laughs> bonus. Two. A two for one. A buy one, get one free, if you will. Yes. We're in some kind of weird-ass <laughs> uncharted territory here with what we're doing. Well, it's wrestling-related. <laughs> Related, <laughs> yes. In the vaguest sense of the word. This was requested by somebody who will not be named. Yes. <laughs> and um, provided by somebody else who will not be named. Yes. And what we're reviewing, folks, is... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, like... WBF Body Stars. Now, okay. <laughs> All right. So what is this? Well... Back in late 1990, Vince McMahon had an idea to start a bodybuilding federation, <laughs> and, and he officially unveiled it in January 91. Now, now first of all, bodybuilding. So, this is bodybuilding is not like wrestling. Why did it need a federation? <laughs> it didn't. That's the whole thing is it didn't. Now, bodybuilding and wrestling are not analogous. They're not the same well, thing. Well, I guess the wrestlers look like bodybuilders. They have hard pecs and stuff like that. <laughs> Muscles. But like, but like, honestly, wrestling is a very physical 
normal, you know, form of entertainment, right? This is completely contactless. <laughs> like, there's no contact. There's no contact. There's no ref. <laughs> really, it's just a bunch of guys posing. <laughs> so, of course, Vince is like, well, I'm going to conquer the bodybuilding world, pal. Well, it's such a small world to conquer. It seems so minuscule for Vince. <laughs> At least with the XFL, he was taking on something, like, big. Pretty big, yeah. This is like trying to conquer, Water like, polo. This is like trying to take over, like, a, like the Vatican, like, as a country. Like, it's, like, literally a, a building. Like, it's, like, the smallest country in the world. So, so anyway, so the World Bodybuilding Federation was very much patterned after the World Wrestling Federation in terms of very storyline and character-driven. I'm sorry. It's storylines... <laughs> It was for posing. There were faces and heels. And well, you know what gets me about the whole thing, and before we even get started about competing, I and no offense to bodybuilders, I get it. It's a thing for people. It's whatever. a legit thing. Yes, but here's the thing: is if you're gonna make like a competitive <laughs> bodybuilding federation, yes. like it's a competition based on like judges and not like actual like you can't like physically yeah. win like it's like, not like taekwondo there's not like knockouts <laughs> or, like, or like pins like right. or it's there's just... not like scoring a goal like <laughs> this it, guy's like muscles look better yeah. yeah and it's the opinion of like a panel of people that they never show by the way and they never really <laughs> mention even though it's the entire point of the competition <sighs> so this led to, in 1991, the first ever WPF pay-per-view. Yes. Pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. And Do you know what the buy rate of that was by any chance? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, Quinn, the 1991 edition was hosted by Vince McMahon, Bobby Heenan, and guess who the special celebrity co-host was? One of your favorites. Regis? Regis. What? Yes. Oh, like, we gotta find that. <laughs> so, this guy named... Oh, this, that sounds amazing. <laughs> this really bodybuilding guy named Gary Stridham won the title. Right. And is that the, the famous gif where he's got the hat and all things yes. like prancing around? Yes, it is. Like. <laughs> so... Vince McMahon and USA Network worked out some deal where they would it actually sure was a deal. <laughs> yeah, it was a deal. a deal for the Vince, not for anyone else. It's like the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah. It was uh, worked out where Vince would have this half-hour show on USA Network called on Sundays called WBF Body Stars. Get it? Because superstars, right. right? These are the stars of the body. <laughs> and too bad Jesse Ventura wasn't around by then. Jesse would have had a, he would have actually made this good. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> the first part of this is an episode from June 6th, 1992. So we are actually on the last legs. Yes. I think that's the, the significance. WBF. Yeah. Yes. Of this episode. So here we go in <laughs> uncharted waters. <laughs> I've never seen this. Joe has never seen never. this. This is ridiculous. And so in the intro, Quinn, you noted that some guy's abs look like crack. So what happened here is we were like, you know, we were doing our usual ritual of sitting down and I was queuing up the thing. Yep. And so I paused it at like the zero mark, essentially, because yeah. I pulled it up on our player. And um, like the p way we paused it, it's like these abs, and I swear this guy's abs and pecs combined look like Krang from Ninja Turtles, like the, <laughs> that brain that's like in the, the that like stupid looking thing's belt. Because I enjoy seeing both people and animals suffer. 
And basically, that's indicative of the intro because it's it's essentially a lot of guys working out in the Titan Sports gym. Yeah, and I and I just remark this is exactly what you'd expect. It is. It's just people's muscles, right? It's people working out <laughs> and muscles and crap. And we're hosted by the proprietor himself, Vince McMahon, and this um, former female bodybuilder named Cameo Noor. Hello, everyone. I'm Vince McMahon, and I'm standing next to, no, not the Queen Mary. She's the queen of body stars. You Cameo. Bet. You bet. Cameo's a little weird to me because her name's Cameo, <laughs> but surprisingly, she looks like Kylie Minogue as Cami in, like, Street Fighter <laughs> the movie. Good call. Yeah. I'll agree with that. And they're in Long Beach, California, which will be home of the sold-out WBF Body Stars <laughs> sure pay-per-view. It, sure it's sold out. I really... They couldn't even sell out WrestleMania the year before and they're selling out bodybuilding hell no Vince looks like a fucking idiot isn't some weird like Zuba-esque workout getup. then who wanders in none other than Lex Luger the guy who told us that uh, see you June 13th Bobby with the milk at Wrestlemania 8 see you June 13th we're one week away from that so he wanders in and he talks about how good he is and how he's going to be guest posing it's an international happening from ship to shore from sea to shining sea he is not wrestling yet right not he's at all. only in wbf but he's a guest in wbf so what is his role in this company guest posing was he injured he was about to or by now he might have actually gotten injured in that motorcycle accident he wound up not guest posing at this because Mark. of the injury. So he never even saw Bobby on June 13th. Really? Yes. That's upsetting. That was something I always looked forward to every time I watched <laughs> WrestleMania 8, which is a lot of times. It's a lot of times. Yeah. We actually get a promo. Yeah, a promo with the giant killer, Danny Padilla. He's five foot two with eyes of blue, he says, and he does some squats. Now at five foot two, my eyes are blue. Why are we zooming in on his balls? <laughs> No, and what is this show? Speaking of which, there's 90s porn music in the background. There's a lot of weird sexualness to this. There is. And there's also a lot of weird, like, trying to balance it out, if you notice later. What the hell was Vince thinking? Like, this is, like, the definition of what the hell was Vince thinking. I totally agree. People complain now, like, oh, man, he doesn't know what he's doing. This is the definition of not knowing what you're doing. (laughs) It's It's worse than the XFL. It's worse. This isn't even a thing. This is nothing that anybody ever wanted. What the fuck? <laughs> I do know this, Quinn, though. He has those pump-up shoes. Yes, he does have sneakers. The, uh, which I always wanted as a kid, by <laughs> the way. Me too. I never got yeah. them. We get some nice uh, calf close-ups. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's, this is literally what this review is going to be. Like <laughs> This guy looks like he runs a deli in Flatbush. We find know? out his accent in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Now we get some clips of some leg curls and a full top and bottom split screen like we're playing fucking Mario Kart. They're extreme close-ups on this split screen. <laughs> they are of his legs. Yeah. So then we get a WBF pay-per-view promo with Vince in his WrestleMania voice. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not WBF! It's ridiculous. You, you gotta put that one in. The World Bodybuilding Federation shoots off the big cannon for the WBF Championship. Wednesday night, June 17, exclusively on Sky Sports. Gary Stridham defends the WBF Championship in the Battle of the Bulging Biceps. Gary Stridham is defending his title. So then we get a great segment with Dr. Fred Hatfield about 
eating. And honestly, <laughs> I swear it looks like this is filmed with him standing in front of the Sizzler salad bar. Or he's just at Titan's like cafeteria. <laughs> he might be it actually looks like ultra crappy. Anyway, so he talks about carbo loading in 1992. Allow me to explain carbo loading. Yes, go ahead, Quinn. Method one for carbo loading is eat only low glycerismic index carbohydrates while eliminating intake of refined sugars that would be glycemic whatever <laughs> part two keep your calorie sources at a rate of one colon two colon three for fats protein carbs this is on television part three maintain a very high training intensity look when you had a great question here yeah what is the audience for this exactly are you falling asleep at me explaining it because i can explain more you want to know what method two is yes train to exhaustion for four days straight three days before use a one two five ratio also drink water they forgot about method number three which is take steroids yes well, that's that's the best part. So we get a disclaimer while this guy has finished talking. Yes, and we allow get a disclaimer. Me, allow me to read the disclaimer. The medical opinions expressed by the spokespersons on this program are not necessarily those of Titan Sports Inc. <laughs> so basically, they're basically fuck saying what this yeah, guy says. Take steroids. <laughs> take steroids. They're admitting it. This should have been Exhibit A at Vince's trial. <laughs> this fuck. This fucking show. They could have just shown every episode of WBF at the Zahorian trial. Vince would have been in jail now. And He'd we... still be in jail? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we get WBF news, and this is basically the event center. Yes. And we, we don't see him, but we hear Sean Mooney. Friend of our yes. vantage point show. I have to bust his balls on this. If we ever have Sean back, this must be... Oh, God. I, we could do a whole episode on, like, what the hell... Like, oh. what was this? Explain it. So he shows us the WBF superstars or body stars. Body at- stars, yo. <laughs> Get it right. At Talladega, Alabama. Recently, our WBF cameras traveled to Talladega, Alabama for the 1992 Winston 500. Then we get a clip of... <laughs> this is not real. I cannot how- make this up, folks. <laughs> we get a clip of one of the WBF body stars. Mighty Mike... Quinn. Recently, Mighty Mike Quinn was in West Palm Beach. I'm at a loss for words. This is me in my younger days, I guess. I don't know, but my name is in this show. And I feel like I want to sue them for my name back. Why? So then we get clips of kids coming out of a limo and playing <laughs> mini golf with you, Quinn. Yeah, with me. Remember that? Yeah. And Mo- Mooney calls him the mighty one. The mighty one yeah. was playing mini golf. Yeah. So then we get some fucking aerobics dancers that'll be performing at <laughs> Fitness Expo 92. Don't worry, we get more aerobics dancing later. <laughs> the Fitness Expo 92. <laughs> and then we cut back to Vince with Cameo. Quinn, you had a very fair question for me. Okay, because this is where I start noticing cameo starting to i don't know crawl all over vince essentially yeah she slept with him right probably because I, I mean vince is like known he was not exactly um i don't want to question his character or anything but, i mean <clears throat> i'm pretty sure they've talked about it before i'm pretty sure vince has admitted it anyway so we then might have been with cameo maybe that's what i hope it was <laughs> yeah. and sunny probably yeah so then we get clips of the la 
because they were still in Los Angeles, the Raiders. <laughs> Raiderettes tryouts. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> it, this is what I was talking about. We just spent like 10 minutes looking at man pecs and, <laughs> and legs and thighs and yes. and wings. And now now they're like, we need to make you like, you know, for the yeah. male audience, we need to yeah. make you feel less, home less here. weird here. Yeah. So like, <laughs> So basically, it's it's a bunch of girls competing to become LA Raiders cheerleaders. So the camera guy, of course, very nicely takes shots of the girls' legs and feet. Like this is so like directed by Vince McMahon because these girls are like the big hair, big boobs, oh, yeah. good legs, like yep. everything that if you watch the Slammy Awards 1987, like all that, <laughs> like the the presenter girls, like yeah. these are like literally the same girls. This is Vince. Yeah, this is what Vince likes. So then we get a body prep segment with them, and basically they do aerobics and ride bikes. Okay, so what about the dance segment? We basically see if they're good at knowing their left foot from the right. And I'm not kidding. That's literally what the lady, like the choreographer said. Yeah, the, the older lady. Yeah, she said that. If they know their right foot from their left foot. She's like, we're going to see if they know their left foot from their right. What was funny is while there was the older lady like in a box, there was black and white like live shots of the girl's legs. I swear it's on, real like, close ups, not nothing above the legs. Well, it is body stars, Quinn. Sorry. And the winner is that's the next segment where they read off the winners of the Raiderettes tournament or yeah. whatever. It's about like 18 people. Now you say 18. I argue it was like 100. <laughs> They're like, name, like Number 151, 153, yeah. 157. Yeah. 158. They're probably, they, it sounded like they were only skipping like every other number. So there was probably like number one, number three, number six, number eight. Like uh, Then we get a great uh, split screen promo where the champion Gary Stridham and then his number one contender, I guess, Mike Christian cut promos. <laughs> Promos. For, for, for bodybuilding against each other. Mike <laughs> Christian says, put on those posing trunks. Yeah, let's get out there. I want to just put on the posing trunks and we're ready. I'm, he really says this. <laughs> he like, Gary, listen, it's no secret that I don't like you at all. Come June 13th, rub on the oil, put on the posing trunks, and let's get busy. You know, we try to like, you might think we try to embellish things like, or not. this is real. This is real, folks. Yeah. Then we get Vince with... <laughs> <laughs> the rock and roll wild child, David Darth. 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 And Darth. It's spelled like Darth. <laughs> and Dark Angel, Aaron Baker. This is so oh, thrilling. It's so boring. They're like, I'm better at posing. No, they're, I'm they, better at posing. Aren't they in front of like a boat or something <laughs> yeah. in the background, too? Like they're on like a pier. They're basically arguing about who has like better traps and or Vince something. Vince has his leopard shirt still on there. And Aaron, you look like you just stepped out of the phone booth with the cape on. Actually, I did. The phone booth is in pieces right now <laughs> vignette for the phoenix who looks like ronnie garvin rugged ronnie garvin became a workout man or like <laughs> or like ricky morton but with a better face or like brian knobs decided to not be fat yeah it could have been brian knobs as well we watch him work out a lot yeah and i said i'll tell you what this was probably triple h's like favorite show <laughs> like yeah. he's like mr workout like Vin he's probably like to this day like Hey, we got that network now. What about WBF? Like, what about bringing they're bringing back Glow? I mean, WBF. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Come on. Anyway, so basically, the whole trick here with like some of these moves is you squeeze all the way up and then you squeeze all the way down. 
Great. <laughs> I like yeah. your next note, like just dips. Dips. We get dips. <laughs> Personally, Quinn, my favorite dip is French onion. Oh. I'm a big fan of French onion dip. I like sour cream and onion, but Oh, okay, that's fair. So this guy basically um does a bunch of dips. <laughs> How is this on TV? <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Why am I watching people work out? Like, I don't know. Do like I could go to LA Fitness and watch people work out. I don't need to see Vince McMahon like in his stupid shirt, ex- like talk about things and like even Sean Mooney is out of place here. On like he every, is. everything is out of place. Like none of this should exist. <laughs> Speaking of dips, Quinn, we go back to those two bodybuilders on the boat area again. They're posing <laughs> while Vince. I swear he's having an orgasm. He's like, oh my god, wow. Yeah. Like they're posing in front of him, and I just said, "This is simply the most embarrassing thing we've ever seen Vince do." Yeah, not this good. Oh, how about that? Ever? I totally agree. This is worse than stand back. Forget stand back. This is worse than when he peed his pants. Forget the XFL. Forget having his head shaved. Yeah, this is the worst thing I've ever seen Vince McMahon involved in. This was so bad that. I guess taking on the NFL seemed like a good idea. <laughs> it was like, it can't get worse than WBF. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Then we go to Cameo, and she shows us a bunch of close-ups of girls' crotches and then people playing volleyball yep. and laying around. And then we get clips from fans on the street talking about how good it is to be tan. Tans make you feel better about yourself. It makes your teeth look white. It makes, it makes them look beautiful. Then we get Dr. Dennis Gross. <laughs> yeah. He's Warn- pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, really. He warns us. After all this tan talk. Yeah. He warns us that there is no such thing as a safe tan. And he literally says tanning is dangerous mm-hmm. and causes skin cancer. There is no question there is a connection between sun exposure and skin cancer. Oh, well, tell that to all the participants in the <laughs> XWBF, whatever this is. So basically his tips are wear a very high SPF. Yeah. Wear clothes. <laughs> yeah. Limit, sp- and limit your sun exposure. So basically don't get a tan. Yeah, basically don't. Like, he's saying you can do it, but don't. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, if you want to get tan, it's fine. Just wear like 50 SPF. Yeah. Wear a lot of clothes and don't be in the sun. Right. You fucking asshole. Basically. Now. If you want to learn more about tanning, contact Sean Mooney. Check out the latest WBF <laughs> magazine. <laughs> who bought that? Just how? Come on. Who bought that? And well, I, if you I want, want to see one. still images of all this nonsense and men's pecs and Raiders cheerleaders, just read the magazine. How many issues could there possibly have been of Three? WBF? Like, like, how did that even get funding to be printed? Like, <laughs> Who agreed to print it? Yeah. So next week, more guys are going to pose, and Cameo is going to go in the water, and then the heel of WBF, Lex Luger, runs in, and he says he's good. <laughs> Basically. So then to kill another four minutes, we flash back to last year's pay-per-view. Which, which is the, to the, the gif. Yeah. The infamous gif with him prancing with a hat on. With a hat and, like, a cane. Yeah. Gary and, like, girls in, like, gowns, like... Vince's commentary <laughs> is way too excited for this. Like, way too excited. Like, you know that Shawn Michaels voice? Like, Shawn Michaels! Yeah, it's like, take a look at the back! 
Yeah, it is way too much. Quinn, you said to me, this is the longest three minutes yeah, of so your right life. Yeah, so right before the end of it, I was like, how much is left in this? It was three minutes. I felt like I just watched like 30 minutes in that three minutes. So that's episode one for today. <laughs> and that was brutal. But I do want to mention, like I alluded to in the beginning, this is towards the tail end of the WBF itself. Because yep. <laughs> after this disastrous pay-per-view on June 13th, Bobby, where Luger did not see Bobby, <laughs> yeah, about a month later, Vince is like, all right, it's done. We're done with the WWF. However, however, he still had a television show. So you've got muscles. I've got a television show. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, this and is US- so bad. USA was like, all right, we'll still air this. So it was revamped into body stars, not yes. WBF body stars. It's, it's basically like, you know, those shows that come on at like one in the morning. If you're in the New York area, yeah. there's like um, first look. It's like, you know how that's like a travel, but it's like a lifestyle show, right? Like, yeah. that's what this is. It's a lifestyle show. Now. It is. It absolutely is. The lifestyle of being an asshole watches this yeah <laughs> so this is now after the wbf has formally wbf wbf i think you said wwf i did not <laughs> has formally folded we don't want you to confuse <laughs> we have just regular body stars it doesn't yeah. matter where they're it's, from it's just body stars. body stars so this is from august 1st of 1992 so we get a nice comparison between the wbf era yeah. and the non-wbf <laughs> now, era instead in the intro Instead of just like crang muscles and like all this crap, like that's like kind of ugly actually. Yeah. Now it's just like normal humans that, that are like, in shape, that are in that are fit and in shape, and yeah. some like baseball and football clips. Like I, saw, I swear, I saw like a guy hitting a home run. No, Vince was going to cover the world of sport now. And, yeah, he's yeah. a real Mel Allen. Vince is hosting this solo. In, in a green screen. In a pink shirt. In an absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, hot pink, long-sleeved workout sweatshirt, but the kind that has, like, the yeah. scoop neck, <laughs> where you can kind of see the start of his tits. I had to take a picture of it. It's on the Twitter. It, it, it is. It's absurd. It's absurd. And he wears this the whole time. In front of, like, a white green screen. I would never be seen in public with that shirt on. I wouldn't be seen in private with that shirt on. <laughs> it's a big pink puffy shirt sweatshirt thing that just says body stars in black print it's awful and i want one so we go down (laughs) to the miami dolphins training camp and quinn you said to me it's like vince is previewing the xfl i mean that's what it felt like vince thinks he's a real football man all of a sudden so basically what we see is football players practicing football yeah ej jr saying it's dangerous out there yeah quinn you had a very good point here Vince blew all his 80s money on this, didn't he? Right, because it's clear like he wanted to probably do football because he's talking about football. He loves football. Football, football, football. He's hiring JR who knows about football. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the football. Football, 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 football. Right, right, right. Football, football, football. Like, what the fuck? But, unfortunately, he blew all his 80s money on this, and then he had a trial, and then, like, it's like, well, there's going to be no... I'll have to wait till I have Stone Cold Steve Austin and I can make money again. Yeah, then but he had 1995. Then he had 1993 to deal with. <laughs> so we basically get a lot of football playing and football practicing, and the there's whole... So much football. The whole moral of the story here is it gets hot. Yeah. And it's hard to get a lot of electrolytes. Uh-huh. They took six minutes to say that. Gatorade says that in like 30 seconds. They did. <laughs> and I mean, really, the football players' comments were absolutely pointless. They're like, it's hot out here and I'm sweating and it's, it's, a, I like, I don't like camp or I do like camp. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, whatever. But when you start dehydrating, you start overheating, you start feeling faint, your, your legs get real rubbery or wobbly or I call them spaghetti legs. 
Then we get Cameo. Yeah, she's still around. I couldn't believe she was getting a paycheck at this point. Like, <laughs> she must have got signed on by the TV company because there's no way Vince could afford to pay her out of the WBF budget anymore. But she's not with Vince. She's in Las Vegas at the World <laughs> Aerobics Championship. And I also noted here that Vince just seems sad. Like, you can tell he knows that this is garbage he does this it's over he's doing it because usa probably has a contract with yeah he's got to finish out the episodes so then we get these very um (laughs) very fun clips of um of people you know hall and oats yeah you know oats the the mustache and the pink tank top (laughs) yeah it's like a bunch of john oats doing aerobics like all the tippy toes dancing they're like like and and there's men wearing bras like (laughs) it's real and i swear i think i saw ellen degeneres in there somewhere (laughs) so music is absolutely tremendous it's awesome it's like (laughs) you all have to put it up i will some guy says that aerobics is a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Yeah, so is being a crack dealer. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean it's a good job. So is sitting. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to Cameo, but now she's got, like, Murphy yeah. brown hair. All of a sudden, she looked kind of cute, and now she's got, like, old woman hair. She's like, got, like, Delta Burke hair. Like, frizzy, like all thin it's designing women up in here yeah <laughs> now we get more aerobics clips and it's literally i swear this is what is on television <laughs> in 1992 people doing aerobics and men wearing bras <laughs> so that's different yeah how did they get reebok to sponsor this it's yeah, in the, the background <laughs> who would sponsor that it's literally people prancing <sighs> speaking of that we get some guy flopping around like a fish <laughs> And then we get three guys dressed like 1999 Kurt Angle doing some nice little kicks. It's so bad. Quinn and I weren't even able to watch this without laughing. I couldn't, like, I, I thought I was going to fall. I'm, I'm about to fall over talking about it. Every, like, 87 seconds, Quinn and I were laughing watching yeah, this. It was ter- absurd. <laughs> then we go back to Pissy Vince, the first like, change oh, of time. Yeah, there it is. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then we go to Jim Quinn. So now that's two people. What is going on here? Named Quinn. Does everyone that worked for W? BF like related to me is your cousin Martha Quinn on well, this she was in the she was on the uh, slammies or something once was she the wrestling music awards or whatever that was Was she really yeah she was one of the hosts that is Quinn's cousin Martha Quinn it's real that's an actual relation unlike mighty Qu- Mike yeah. Quinn and Jim <laughs> Quinn I don't know those people don't ask me Colin don't write Quinn. me don't write in about that that means you're all gonna write in about it this week what if it is one of your relatives that you don't know well, we'll have to go on Ancestry.com. It's going to say I'm related to Mighty Mike Quinn, isn't it? Perfect. Yeah. So then basically, it's the same workout style clips with Jim Quinn from before. And Quinn and I both thought this independent of each other. This was probably all filmed before yeah. WBF closed. It's no, it's, it's no doubt that this was just like unused footage. And then when it got canceled, they were like, well, we don't want to work. Yeah. To make this sucks. Like, yeah. just put this out there to fill time. So, so we get some nice leg close ups. I don't get this. This is the worst thing we've ever reviewed. It I, is. Like, that's the last straw. It's just more legs. This is worse than tag team. Yes. This is worse than No Holds Barred. It's worse the movie. than that, like, AWA show or whatever that was. It's, what? it's worse than, yeah, AWA. It's worse than the exposed secrets of wrestling thing this isn't anything this is pointless yes and this guy jim quinn has some pretty big tits I'm just gonna <laughs> say. now if now you train with lightweights yeah. you're gonna look like a chicken that's he says they, that's what he says yeah he says this and i and i'm thinking to myself well if you train with weights isn't that they're heavy that's yeah. what like even if it's one pound it's heavier than holding air <laughs> like weights by definition have weight to them 
So, so we, get, we get our main event, I guess, of the show, which is... This is amazing. This is the best part this of this This is the best whole, part of the show. Yeah. This is the best part of both shows. Yes. They should have had this every week. <laughs> it really? Yeah. In different, like, like Double Dare style, because what it is, is the WWF versus the WBF Tug of War in Tampa. Yeah, at Adventure Island. Yes. Like, the... Probably the cheapest park. They couldn't even go to like Disney or anything. <laughs> no, they're like Tampa. Fine. Yeah, it's like Disney doesn't even want no WBF there or Universal or yeah, whatever. F- fuck you guys. Yeah. So this pissed me off, Quinn. Yeah. Jim Duggan <laughs> is on the face team, which no. is the WBF team. And this is my defense here. We've seen the vignettes with these guys. They don't know how to talk. They Duggan don't. literally needed to be like just somebody who could speak for them. Like that's yeah. that's how bad they are. So he's the captain yeah. of the WBF team. And then on the heel side, we have some great wrestlers. We have Mr. Perfect yeah. as the captain over there. Yeah. This is the most wrestling we've gotten. So right. Rick Flair. Yeah, I can't believe Rick Flair was on this, by the way. The Berserker. <laughs> the Mountie. Skinner in normal clothes. Yeah, he looks so, like, average. Chill, yeah. right? <laughs> I want to hang out with that Skinner. <laughs> and Money Incorporated, DBLC and IRS. Yep. So basically, it's Ho versus Huss. Yep. <laughs> and the kids chant for WBF. I bet that costs some money. Now, I don't know. Did you mention that Mean Gene's there? Mean Gene is there, and yeah. he interviews some of the WBF assholes. Yeah. And also, Quinn, the WWF, as an on-screen graphic helpfully points out, they have a 220-pound weight advantage. Can I just note that when they show like any graphics in this show, did those graphics remind you of something? Not particularly. Why? Because they were all the same graphical style mm-hmm. as the WWF fan club thing they would show at the end of Coliseum video, if you notice. Holy shit, you're right. The whole thing. The font? Yes. The, 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 the like, contrasting kind of move, colors? Moving, kind of jiggling like letters. Like, Where Savage is like, yeah, you can join the fan club Ooh, and get yeah, the macho man. Like he's like almost like yeah. singing it. Yeah. Get a cassette like, of yeah. your favorite <laughs> themes, a special birthday gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But the font of that like the all the graphics of all the WBF, like the first episode that we watched and this episode, it's all the same. Well, I do know this, Quinn. Yeah, Danny Padilla, he's back, and he says we can't lose. Yeah. We can't lose. We're gonna crush those guys. Yeah, now, now the accent comes out because he doesn't matter anymore because WBF is dead. Right. And Gene says, Mean Gene says that they're chomping at the bit. He means champing at the bit. Quinn is right about that. Yeah, he's Look it absolutely up, wrong. Sorry, Gene. Champing at the yeah. bit. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Bill Alfonso is the ref, and he's in his ref shirt. And, yeah, like, like the long sleeves outside. The blue, yep, and the bow tie. However, He's got shorts on. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's got like dicky shorts. They're like the ref pants just like cut off. That's really cool. Yeah. Duggan's a traitor. Fuck him going on their side over there. It's only because they ha- he had to. And he those are all heels on the other side. Still. To be, to be in canon, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Flair, of course, gives a promo. We're going to eat these guys like we eat the Macho Man. Just like that, Gino. And then Skinner says, I've jerked bigger alligators <laughs> out of the water than these geeks. <laughs> What is he, Scott that was Keith? amazing. <laughs> I this is the most I've ever liked Skinner. Like seriously, that With was amazing. That, that comment on. was amazing. Then IRS, of course, because he's so good at promos. He says the WDBF <laughs> yeah. WDF bodybuilders. He messed up like I did. He's like Adam Lee. Yeah, but I'm not IRS. WDF. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> then here's the rules, folks. It's two out of three falls. Yeah, basically. Only the anchor can sit down. Everyone else has to remain standing. And uh, basically, it's a fucking tug of yeah, war. Those, those why are the rules. fucking rules? <laughs> you pull the rope until one side wins. Now, I like the the marker that yeah. they use. Like You know how a tug of war, you usually have to pull the flag over yeah. or whatever. The flag. <laughs> what is it, it Gwen? It's an Ica Pro flag. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. That's basically code word for steroids. Yeah. Ica Pro equals steroids. I know steroids. it wasn't really steroids, no, but it's just, it, to me, it was almost like, you know how like the mafia has like a front company? Like, yeah. that's what Ica Pro was. <laughs> like, if you if you actually bought into this shit, they yeah. send you Zahorian to your house. Yeah, yeah basically. It's a, it's, a, it's a hotline to Zahorian. <laughs> so to start this um, match, I guess, the WWF guys let go of the rope just right to, away. Just to fuck with them. Like, they're dicks, and they all, like, laugh. Yeah, and all the WBF idiots fall over, but, and however... I, yeah. The fall is awarded to the WBF. Right. I also like that, like, Mean Gene's being, like, very... He's like, give me a break! They, yeah. They, like, basically, essentially... Oh, my God! What? How, how could you do that? Yeah. So, for fall number two, it's basically 50-50 booking for a while. <laughs> yeah. Until the WBF wins, but... However... But, yeah. Ric Flair now gets on the mic. This is a tug of war. Yeah. Ric Flair gets on the mic and he makes a very good point. Yeah, he's right. We saw it during like we're watching this. T- we're watching a tug of war. But, yeah, we <laughs> saw it. We did see it. Basically, one of the WBF guys was sitting, but he wasn't the anchor. And yeah, that's against like, the rules. He was like the second guy. That's a DQ. Yeah. So he talks to Bill Alfonso and Alfonso's like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah. A swerve, a dusty finish, if a you will. A bit of a dusty, but it's not the end of the match. In a tug of war? <laughs> yeah. Vince booked a fucking dusty finish in a tug of war. Let's just think for about this for a second. More so than a dusty finish, he booked a tug of war. <laughs> that should be that should be the, the thing that sticks out to you. Yeah, did he ever book, I want to know this, did he book a game of freeze tag? He might have. <laughs> Between it, it, the XFL and Steve Austin or something? It might have happened. It, did, we, did he book a game of hopscotch? I mean, this might prompt us to review an XFL game. <laughs> <laughs> you even said to me, Quinn, that you can't believe we are reviewing a tug of war. I don't think anyone's reviewed a tug of war <laughs> ever. That's what we're here for, folks. Like, is there like a tug of war podcast? <laughs> or is there a retro tug of war podcast? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but we're he- we're doing it first. So we we're get pioneers. The, we are. We're we're Davy Crockett over here. Yeah, so, was he a pioneer? Davy Crockett, king of the wild yeah. frontier. Yeah, but who's I, a pioneer? Give me a pioneer. Well, David Crockett over at NWA. <laughs> Just saying, wrestling right. humor. So for the third <laughs> fall here, we get 50-50 booking again for a while. But like then, a ton of 50-50. It's like four minutes. They're like just sitting, like pulling. We're basically watching people laying around a rope. Yeah. This is our lives, folks. Yeah. This is what we do for you. This is great, though, so how this, this goes. It is. But I just need to mention, so Ruben, Marty, Justin, Jimmy, Richard, all you guys, Dave the Real Parky, yeah. Sergey Fenwick... Yeah, that Italian guy whose name I can't think of, too, (laughs) Filippo. This is what we do for you. We watch body stars. Yep. Okay. (laughs) We endure this so you don't have to. But Quinn, who wins? The WWF and the heels. The heels win. And this, to me, shows how little faith (laughs) Vince has in, in them. Because, like, basically what he's saying is, like, because this is out of business, I can't book 
like WWF <laughs> to beat them. They like WWF guys are going to be there tomorrow. This like, important no, the WWF guys are going to be there tomorrow, not yeah. WWF guys. The WWF guys need to go to work tomorrow. These yeah. guys need to go back to Lufo Wigno's house. Yeah, they need to just go sit around and drink their muscle milk or whatever. <laughs> Creatine, yeah. protein powder, drink their steroids, <laughs> basically. So then, of course, Duggan protests to Bill Alfonso. But he says, Bill Alfonso's like, no, I gotta watch the film. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna watch the film, but that's my decision right now. Now, this is ridiculous because all of a sudden it's like the main event in 88 and we're t- Duggan's like accusing DiBiase of paying off the ref and like Mean Gene's like buying into it. Oh my God, you're right, Duggan. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He paid off the ref. In a tug of war, we're paying off people. He could see the $100 bills falling out of Alfonso's shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so then anyway, we go back to Vince yeah. in the stupid pink shirt next week when we've got volleyball. Yeah, great. I I, I hope that episode never aired. <laughs> it could have not aired. It's possible. Like, <laughs> but but more importantly, obviously, we go back to Gene in Tampa to get a conclusion. Vince says we need we, we yeah. need to know. We mm-hmm. need to know. So Gene's with all the heels. Berserker, I gotta say, he looks fabulous in his <laughs> tiny turquoise shorts and fanny pack. Sure, he I does. I didn't know Vikings dressed like that. Well, on their off days, <laughs> so do so do alligator men and yeah, that's true. You know, and tax men and, and million dollar men, yeah, and, and Ric Flair. This is the most casual I've ever seen Ted DiBiase dressed on that's WWF true. television. I've never seen him just no. I saw him in like a speedo on the beach, I guess, or a pool. Yeah. Anyway. So, DiBiase says he's never paid off anyone. Even though we've seen it on WWF, (laughs) literally. Like, Like on vignettes. Yeah. Earl Hebner. Right. Like, he's clearly paid off Or Dave, whoever, which one it was. He paid off Earl. Sorry. Dave was the good one. Basically, this is the way the show ends, which is awesome. Yeah. The the heels pick up Mean Gene. Yeah. And they throw him into a pool of mud. And then... You know what I feel like? In this case, Mean Gene represents the WBF metaphorically yeah and they threw they just threw like dumpster this sucks yeah f this and then the mountie to close the show says we always get our man (laughs) somehow the mountie gets the last word and the show and i say to you right after it goes off the air please tell me that that was the last episode and i don't know that it was i think it aired for maybe another month or so or two some some other folks out there might know with what there's (laughs) nothing to do anymore that should have been the the series finale right there that should have been the finale of bodybuilding in general so quinn we endured it now we did it two episodes two episodes they were only 20 minutes though now, so it was the normal length. This is not wrestling, yeah. so we can't compare it to wrestling. But what we can compare it to is television. Yeah. And entertainment, right? And sports, even, to an extent. I think the best comparison is, like, what I said, like, first look. Like, yeah. shows like lifestyle shows, like, that crap. It's even, like, I you could oddly compared to like HGTV shows kind of stuff like that in a sense you can but what I want to know Quinn from you to, cl- to start closing out here mm-hmm. the WBF was doomed to failure from the beginning was it not it's doomed because it's stupid like <laughs> I, I, I know that sounds like not like a good point or anything but I mean like it's literally like nothing like there there's it's a competition where judges make the decisions there it's not True. like they can like punch each other or like i don't know there's no like it's not like they're racing i, I like there's any no real sort stakes of, there's, there's no, no competition com- 
and they didn't even by the way he says he's got the championship gary stridex or yeah. whatever his name is <laughs> <laughs> he says he's got the championship he didn't even have like a trophy yeah, or, a belt a belt or, or anything. anything like what is that how did they drop the ball on that i think one of the main things about this whole thing is besides being vince's ego trip and his very pronounced fascination with men's muscles yeah which he does have okay if you watch right i mean he does yeah in general what he did was and it's one of his drawbacks because all he really knows is wrestling even though he denies that yeah well he doesn't do wrestling that's what his father's entertainment right but really truly all he really knows is wrestling and it's all he's ever been successful at his attempt to inject storyline and right. promos and Sean Mooney, yeah. you know, and pay-per-view. Who the fuck would buy <laughs> this? <laughs> Let alone watch it for free. <laughs> Who's okay. buying it? A couple of things. I think what I think the idea of this was spurred by did you ever watch ESPN like when they didn't have like because they didn't have licenses to real sports and yeah. there would be like tug of wars and like <laughs> bodybuilding and strolling and competitions like, yes. yeah I think Vince saw that and he said no one's in control of that and and to my second point I think Vince saw he said to himself I'm calling myself sports entertainment right, right. but I'm only in wrestling Right. I w- I'm going to apply sports entertainment to any sport I choose. In this sport, there's no one to compete with me, so I'm just going to do this. I'm surprised he didn't do roller derby. <laughs> he could have done it. It's possible. Would have been better. Now, the third point is that this program, it feels like we're in Vince McMahon's like, head or like his dream yeah. or something like it's like a weird fantasy, like or something. It like is. It's, it's it's like a it's like a nightmare. Like you're like a neon <laughs> glowing nightmare. It's a bunch of bronze bodies with hard. Yeah, but the pecs, graphics too. Brown nipples yeah, and pink kind of- shirts and fanny packs. And, what the hell is this? Like it is an ego trip. It is a misfire. It is something that never should have happened. It is worse than the XFL. <laughs> yeah. It is worse than any year of WWF has it's ever year, been. Worse than any wrestling thing like he's ever done it's worse than anything that's ever been done it is one of the worst things i've had to watch under the guise of entertainment or lifestyle tips i've seen infomercials that have had more content and informativeness than this listen a ron popeel advertisement would be better than this i would would, rather cut up shit with my knives i would review a ron popeel commercial on this podcast before i would ever do a wbf ever again i would set it and i would forget it but folks don't forget us because we are our vantage point your retro wrestling podcast and we have been very thankful to talk to you about the world of retro wrestling and bodybuilding yes here on monday june 5th 2017 folks stay tuned of course next week june 12th for episode number 35 in the meantime let us know your mount rushmore and your death valley if you want us to deep dive into anything let us know if you have any review requests we are happy to take them we will get to all of them we promise we try our best In the meantime, have a good rest of your day. Have a good rest of your week. We will see you next week. We will see you June 12th, wrestling fans. See ya. Hop Hat and Kane. Talk about stepping out for a night on the town. Oh, my goodness. Look at that mass. Holy cow! Ooh, look at the striation! There is Spider-Man!